It's episode 91 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting across from this really awesome salon owner that I'm finally getting to meet in person. She's the owner of High Voltage Salon. I'm talking about Janet Rodriguez. Welcome. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Absolutely. You're so cool. But first things first, tequila shot to Janet. And Ricky's here. He's taking a shot with us. Everybody knows who Ricky is. <laughs> really? Yes, because I'm constantly just always talking about him at the salon. So, like, because he's silly and he does, like, you know, silly man things. And <laughs> oh, so it's fun stories to tell. Yes, fun stories. Like, all the embarrassing stories, all my clients know it. That's so, the like, best. even though he doesn't know the client, like, he'll pop in and he'll be like, hey, Ricky. <laughs> like, <laughs> I heard about what you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. So, okay. How long have you been doing hair? You're very good at it. I mean, some of the transformations I've seen that you post on social media are just incredible. Thank you. Um, I've been doing hair for a total of six years professionally. Okay. What does that mean? (laughs) Um, Professionally because, uh, of course, like licensed. But before that, um, I'd always be doing people's hair on the side and at home and so forth. And so that's how I just grew. I was like, okay. So have you always been been doing hair? Because even before you got went to school, I guess, to get licensed, you were still doing it. So was that always something that you wanted to do growing up? Or did you know you wanted to go into cosmetology, per se? Actually, no. Um, I'm the oldest from my family. So uh, my parents are from Mexico. They're from San Luis Potosí. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What part of Mexico is that? Um, it's kind of like, I know it's like 13 hours away from like Matamoros, which is like the border. Yeah. So it's like in, in there. there. Yeah. Like where you have to you go to the restroom, like in the outhouse, like with the chickens and the cows and everything. Man. Like, like that deep. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so growing up, being the oldest and my first language was Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to college. You know, I'm going to be the first one to go to college and so forth. Is that what they wanted for you? Yeah, I think so. Um, so I took cosmetology in high school, my junior and senior year. Are you fr- you're from Corpus. I'm, fr- I'm from Corpus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Born and raised. Yes. I went to West Oso. Same, same. Not <laughs> West Oso, but born and raised in Corpus. Very cool. And you took cosmetology in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I had that offered in my high school. No. Uh-uh. I think it was kind of new because I think they started it whenever I was a junior. So it was fairly, you had to have good grades and good attendance. Mm-hmm. So course, like not anybody could just get in there. Mm-hmm. That's smart actually. Cause I feel like a lot of people would be like, well, I'm just going to hold out until I can get into cosmetology in high school, you know? Yeah. And it was pretty cool because it wasn't there at the school. They would actually take us to Del Mar. So oh, it was at Del Mar. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay, that's pretty darn cool. Yeah. And so at the time, you're like, I'm just going to try this out and see what happens. Well, I'm always like, uh, I'm a Virgo, so I have to have everything <laughs> planned out. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I uh, have a special respect and love for Virgos in my heart because y'all are so unique. Mm-hmm. Anyway, carry on. I'm like, nope, I have to do this. Like, I'm five years old and I already have, like, all of my plans. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, in high school, I kind of knew, like, okay, well, my dad has a good job. I'm probably not going to uh, qualify for financial aid. So let me do something that the school's paying for. And then. Um, That's a very Virgo move. Yes. That's very smart. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a stylist while I go to college and, you know, do my thing. And I know stylists have like different hours. It's more flexible. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, and so what were you going to school for? Like when you were in college, when I was in college, I was actually a history major. So I was a history with a minor in political science. Wow. Totally different. Absolutely. But super interesting. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. it, like I said, it's definitely going with the whole Virgo theme, but carry on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. And my junior, senior year, I took cosmetology and on my senior year, I actually had gotten a scholarship from A&M Corpus Christi and one from UT. And so, and then Delmar, um, you do your junior, senior year at, you know, when you're in high school, mm -hmm. after you graduate, you only have one more year left at Delmar and then you graduate, you know, with, right. with cosmetology. So all three schools were like, Hey, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to come over here? Are you going to finish cosmetology? Are you going to come to A&M? Like they were all like trying to get you. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. So, um, I ended up taking the scholarship for A&M Corpus cause it was just, you know, free school. Like, yeah. So it was pretty cool. Absolutely. A, a scholarship anywhere to me is impressive. Um, so, I mean, that says about a lot about you and your work ethic, not to mention the fact that you had more than one offer and that they were all like, hey, come this way or hey, come this way. That's amazing. Yeah. And I even um, the best part of it for what I had fun was the fact that um, even graduating, I had gotten an offer from um, the city of Corpus. So they had this new program and pretty much college students were able to join the commissions so i was with the human relations commission for almost three years when was this this was like t between 2010 and 2013 so why that commission because they have there's a ton of commissions yeah. i'm just starting to learn and i'm a city boy <laughs> yeah um well that's just like the one that i got got chosen to i think also because how i spoke spanish mm -hmm. So they were kind of like, okay, like you'll be able to teach students because I also had to teach students at, you know, on campus about EEOC and the equal rights housing and mm -hmm. uh, the disability, like, you know, wow, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I've always been a public speaker. <laughs> no, you're amazing. I know. Like you're, you're just like nailing this interview tremendously. Like just you're so composed and, and uh, articulate. It was a shot. Yeah. <laughs> It hit, it hit already. Uh -huh. uh, okay, so I want to talk a little bit more about that because you seem really passionate about the equal rights thing. So is that something that's always been ingrained in you uh, in terms of, you know, human rights and people being treated fairly and that kind of thing? Oh, yeah, de most definitely. I'm always like the rebel and always trying to look out for the little guy, you know. Um, I'm just a people person. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Um, and not only that, I mean, you were educating people about it too. Yeah, and it's... It was kind of an eye opener, like at that age. And I'm glad that I, you know, was able to experience all that because not a lot of people know, especially like people think like, oh, stupid, dumb college kids. They don't know. Well, duh, because you're not educating us mm -hmm. on what we need to know about the real world out there. For sure. So, um, but yeah, that totally different from hairdressing, right? No, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so you, t you took this scholarship at A&M and you're going for history. Yes. With the minor in? In political science. Political science. So that's not something very many people you have to love history and political science to go that route at all so is that something that you've been into from a young age also um i think i have only because how like i said my first language is spanish mm -hmm. uh, i mean till this day i do not know what some words mean because you know if i've never heard them i'm like eh? like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know so it was just like i'm a nerd like you know i'm an overachiever so i'm gonna be like okay i want to know 
all this. Okay, now I want to know all of this. Like, so. well, yeah, because a lot of what's going on, like politically and uh, in the country, is based on decisions made in previous presidency. You know what I mean? And oh, so yeah. history the fact repeats that you, itself. Too. Yeah, that you know it, that you can track it, because a lot of people have an idea of, or an opinion about something, but can't support it. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh yeah, well, it's because of you mm-hmm. know A B C D or whatever. So whenever you took started taking the cosmetology classes. Was it love it first experience? It was. Um, I liked the ten- the technical parts of it, um, and also like I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Please toot your own horn. I'll toot it. But I was pretty badass. Like you know, I was like, ooh, look at me. Like I could do it better than y'all. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, cosmetology for me, like it really just it was it came so natural. And so when I was in college. Um, I was a uh, part of um, of a sorority, and you know we would talk about hair, and then I and then I worked. Um, so I had two jobs after my scholarship was over. Mm-hmm. I was working two jobs at the same time and going to school. Wow! And it's so hard because college is so expensive. Yes, I mean working, going to school full time, and work even part time, and having one job is exhausting. You had two jobs, and we're still going to school. Good lord! Yep. Props to you. It's hard. So like that's why whenever people are like, "Oh, college students," I'm like, "Nope, you do not know." <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. So I always found myself doing someone's hair, either way on the side, and then. Um, I got tired of working two jobs and then, uh, Mr. Over here proposed and stuff. <gasps> so I was like, oh, before shit. you graduated? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh shit, like life's getting really real now. Like I'm not even done with school. I'm about to get married and you know, it's <laughs> like, it was like pressure. Like, yeah. What am I going to do kind of thing? Yeah. Cause, Cause what did you think you were going to do with the history degree? So I, thought I was going to become a teacher mm-hmm. uh, because education to me is very important. Um, and I think that I'm not saying that like not all teachers like teach well, but no, they, they don't. That's just a fact, you know, just from like my experience, like in school and in college um, to me that they weren't as pa- as passionate. And I think that's why, so many students out there like just kind of like they don't they don't care no more yep. like they don't have interest in learning yep and it's like no bro like you got to learn like like i said history repeats itself like mm-hmm. how are you going to know about the future if you don't even know anything about the past for sure so um so yeah that's why i wanted to do it because i was like i'm going to be a teacher and i'm going to be a badass one at that and all my students are going to know every single thing like you know well see that's what's up and, and that's what i look for in a professor because i remember in college a, a professor can make or break a course for me uh, maybe i should be better at learning but if the person teaching it and i aren't on the same level or if i don't see that they're teaching me what i need to know and in an effective way it's not going to work out for me i would take a history class from you yeah <laughs> i mean i had a really cool one at Wistoso. her name was miss veach and uh she would like dress up and she would like you know make us tea with milk like you know from like the united kingdom and yeah stuff. yeah and, you know like she was so into it and like I, like she's the reason why i loved history so much mm-hmm. 
So I was like, I want to be just like her. Yeah, better. shout out like, to her. Shout out to her. Yes. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I, thinking back on it, some of my favorite classes were history classes that had really good teachers. And so I can totally understand why you went that route. And it has to be from love. Like, you can't just be like, I guess I'll be a history teacher. Like, no, mm-hmm. you have to love it. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Exactly. And so, um, yeah, along the way with the, being in the Human Relations Commission, um, I also got to go th- to, like, leadership conferences and meet, like, uh, it was, like, pretty much leaders of all South Texas. So, like, the CEOs of the refineries and the malls and wow. senators, like, you know, it was really cool. Like, I got to meet a lot of those people as well. And so, um, at the time, like, I was already, like, doing my hair and stuff and you know yeah so you were you were doing your own look and would you go for something kind of different yes like i'd, I'd show <laughs> i'd show up with like Ricky's this, nodding fervently over here um i'd show up with like this fancy dress and stuff and like blue hair and so then like my mom would be like mija like ¿cómo vas a ir así? like you know like <laughs> like all like upset i'm like mom it's cool like you know they don't care like but i love it though because you're like yeah leaders can literally look like anything because it's not necessarily how you look on the outside it's your capability to lead Mm -hmm. that's huge and if anything like i'd be like the center of attention because like everybody will walk up to me and they'd be like oh hi like i'm so and so like you know what's your name i like your hair oh yeah we can't miss janet i'm like everybody else is dressed all business cash and there's janet <laughs> yeah i'm there with like my blue hair and that's so cool so yeah um and so yeah well we got married and um i was and i, I actually one of my jobs was at the uveda institute school okay and i worked there in lowe's at the same time wow so um, I was just kind of like whenever I was learning through their product and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Like, I know I don't have that long to finish cosmetology. So let me go ahead and finish it because it's like I want to know that I did something with myself at least mm-hmm. or finish something. And then maybe I could make more money and save up and go back to college someday. For sure. And that's to me is what I think is really important for people to realize about college is that it'll always be there. Oh yeah. I mean, I know people who knocked out a four year degree in eight years. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's the beauty of it. I feel like. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, that's what I did. I, I went to Aveda. I finished. And, um, of course, like the overachiever me, I was like, before I graduate, I'm going to start working at a salon. Mm-hmm. So I did. And so. Wow. Which salon can you say? Um, it used to be called Salon Chromatic. It was on Everheart. OK, I think I remember seeing it. Yeah, it was there for a couple of years. Um, and I chose a specific one, too, because I was like, I'm not just going to work at a, you know, a certain salon. I want I want to go somewhere where they're going to educate me because mm-hmm. if I'm going to be this hairstylist. I'm going to be this bomb ass hairstylist. Yes. That's what I like. Yes, girl. I can tell <laughs> Janet, you got it. Cause if you're going to do something, you're going to do it a thousand percent. Yes. And so at a career fair, I actually met miss Amanda Wheeler. Um, she co-owns, uh, Aspire studios. Okay. Where well, I don't know if I've heard of that place. Um, they're, they're fairly new. They okay. just opened. Um, so yeah, well I had met her at one of the little career fairs and I told her, I was like, Hey, look, um, Still haven't. I'm. I'm still kind of months away from graduating, but I want to know, like, can I work there as an assistant or something? And she was like, "Yeah, I'll give you a call." Well, she never called me back. 
<laughs> yeah. And so whenever whenever we did the salon tours, like at the end of the phase, like when you're about to graduate, they take you to the, all the salons in Corpus. Mm-hmm. So that was one Dang. of the stops. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. So okay. it's pretty cool. Like yeah, they, that they is show cool. you. They show you like, hey, look, this is this type of salon. This is this kind of environment. Like you kind of get an idea of like maybe what you want to do after for sure after you graduate. Mm-hmm. So uh, I knew that Salon Chromatic was a stop. So I made sure that I was the first one there. And so she was like, oh, hi, welcome. You're here for the tour. And I'm like, yeah. And then she kind of looked at me and I was like, yeah, I'll go. I-, I had asked you about a job a couple months ago. She was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, you never called me back. And she's like, girl. So, um, so yeah, she, they hired me and I was her assistant and yeah, like she taught me like so much and it was so cool. So that is so awesome. So, okay. Whenever you were doing the tours, that was near the end of like, you were very close to graduation, right? So yes. it's, it's pretty much just like at this point scouting, like, mm-hmm. okay, where, where can, will people hire me? Where do I want to work? So what do you learn when you're in school? In school, um, they just teach you the basics. Mm-hmm. So they go through, you go through phases um they teach you hair cutting first and then the color theory because you have to make sure you know understand color before you put it on someone's head there's a lot to that yes a lot it's not as simple as like oh you want to be blonde like here's the perfect remedy for this because like everybody's hair texture and style and base color is different yeah it's so different yeah and it's like you're it's like almost like chemistry like you have to mix a little bit of this a little bit of that just to get like a a brown red Mm -hmm. like it's not all the same and then after they teach you a color they teach you more in depth and chemical like uh bleaching for Mm -hmm. highlights or perms and uh they still teach perms yes it's actually part of the like the curriculum like all schools have to teach even if you go to barber school like you have to learn how to make do a perm. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is perm a perm still something that's in demand? Um, it's coming back. That is very interesting because I'm like I don't know anybody that's gotten a perm. And I don't think. And you know what's crazy? It's like high school kids that are getting perms. That of course because they're like dressing as though it's the '90s. So of course that yeah okay that mm-hmm. actually makes a lot of sense. So when you graduated and went to work for Chromatic, so she's teaching you on the level that you just graduated from, but more, but more. So like, what are we talking about there? Right. Cause I'm like, there's so many, I feel like there's new techniques and new color combinations are popping up all the time. So as a, her assistant, was she just like, okay, I'm going to show you how to do, I don't know, whatever it may be, this technique. So what she was teaching me was like real life situations, like the consultation part of it, mm-hmm. like <clears throat> how to ask your client exactly what they want. Because sometimes someone's like, Oh, I want this. But then they have like jet black hair, like box dye. And, yeah. You know, they haven't cut their hair like in 10 years. So it's like a mess. Mm-hmm. And so it's like teaching me how to go through the consultation, tell them like, OK, like this is how we're going to start this process. You may not get what you want today, but we could, you know, work, work towards our way. Yeah. So it was a lot of that. Um Also, just more in depth and color, because there is a lot to color just like from the color reveal, not just like, oh, okay, this is blue and blue 
you know, cancels yeah. out this color. And See, like. I don't even know that, but these are things to consider, you know, because I'm like, when I was in school and like first getting my hair dyed, which was in like the early 2000s, it was all highlights. That's all everybody wanted all the time. Now you guys are being asked to do, I don't know, silver and like metallics and like pastels and like all sorts of crazy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you have to be able to keep up with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what was the biggest difference between doing uh, services in school versus doing it in the real world at the salon? Well, the cool thing about Aveda is that they would open the salon floor. So anybody in the, cause it, it used to be located inside the mall. I remember that. So somebody walking by could be like, Oh, Hey, like, uh, I want to get my hair done, but they don't want to pay like full price, like salon price. Yeah. So they would go to Aveda and they would have to sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah, I believe it because y'all are in training. Uh-huh, yeah, we're in training. Um, so because I was already like, you know, working at a salon, I was already, I already knew like all the tips and everything. And so whenever I'd, I'd get people, they would come back to me at school because it'd be like, hey, you did like a really good job. Like, but you're just a student. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, See, yeah. that's pretty darn cool. Mm hmm. It was all a plan. I was like, well, ha, ha. like, you know. Yeah, because but like you said, I mean, you're not just going to learn, learn it like, I don't know, at 70 percent. You're going to learn it at 100 percent. Yeah. Ah, that's so cool. Because and so those clients like they would follow me to the salon because they liked the way I was in school. So mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, yes. you like, you know, I'm going to have to charge you salon prices now. That's mm-hmm. just how this goes. So how long were you at? This the first salon that you worked. I was there for about two years, right? Yeah, it was it was there for two years, and then um, and then they closed, and then I ended up making my way to the Smart Style chain. Mm-hmm. So that is that in Walmart? Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Those are the I think I've actually had some really amazing blowouts there. Yeah, for like twenty dollars. Yeah, it's it is pretty awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah, you find you know it's not a bad place, but like. The, like I feel like the chain ones don't make don't let you be as creative. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, that's what I was going to ask you. What's the difference going tor- from a local business to a more corporate one? Yeah, corporate. It's like no, you have to do it like this, and you can only use this color, and you can only do like you know. Mm-hmm. It's just very like blah blah blah. Yeah, limiting. Yes. So, and and especially when you're an artist, like you have to be creative. Mm-hmm. Like in those types of places, I felt like. I was just kind of like trapped. Oh no. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, you knew you weren't going to be there forever. I yeah. mean, you're so ambitious. So when did you decide, you know what? It's time for me to go into business with myself. So actually I had, I know the suspense, right? Yes. I can't wait. So I actually, um, I stopped doing hair and why, I, when, Cause I wanted to go back to school and finish. You okay, know? of like, course. I was like, okay, like we already knocked out the whole wedding. We knocked out having a house and having our cars. And I was like, okay, now it's back. It's time for me to go back to school. And so I actually had given my clients away and even found another job, which is like totally different from like. What were you doing? Um, Can you tell me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I worked at TT Electronics. Wow. Total opposite. Totally opposite, right? <laughs> You know, way different. Yeah. 
And then at that, I worked in the clean room. So like you're not allowed to wear like makeup or anything. So I felt so naked. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's a way for you to express yourself is through makeup. Yeah. And and they're like, you had no hairspray, no makeup, no like no nothing. Because we had to wear like these crazy suits and gloves. And yeah. So yeah, so I was working at TT Electronics, going to school. What were you doing at the electronics store? Um, so TT Electronics, what it is, is they make, it's called resistors, mm-hmm. but they're pretty much the microchips that go into everything. I gotcha. Like, so for, we made microchips for military aircraft, the NASA. This is so interesting though. Dude, and it's here in Corpus. I didn't even know that place exist- Neither existed. Neither did I. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And it sounds to me, if you were working in the clean room, you were working with some kind of, you know, yeah, like, sensitive stuff. Yes. Very. Wow. Okay. And so you're working there and going to school. Yeah. And you're, you're still trying to get your history major. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, so yeah. And I had given, I had all my clients that I had, like I kind of just spread them out and gave them to other fellow stylist friends. And, but then like little by little, they'd be like, Hey, um, I don't like that person. Can you do my hair? Like, you know, it's a very, very important relationship with your stylist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to click just right and you have to trust them. Yes. <laughs> so they were like, hey, uh-huh. <laughs> I tried it and no. Yeah. And so like at, um, I worked a lot of overtime. So I would work Monday through Saturday and my only days off were Sundays. Good Lord. So Sundays I was doing hair out of my house or I would go to them. And so then um, a couple months later, like I had like maybe I had I went from having three people a day every Sunday to like 10 people a day on Sunday. So I had no days off. Yeah, like, no joke. I was just like working. going. To I mean, school. that's like minimum a 10 hour day. Yeah, that is crazy. And then like some of my coworkers found out that I do hair and they'd be like, hey, can you do my hair, too? So then there I go. So then so did you find yourself saying yes way too much? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. Like, okay, okay. And then... This is while still going to school. While still while going to school. And then um, one of my ex-classmates had actually approached me to see if I wanted to uh, invest in opening a salon with them downtown. And all I had to put in was five grand. And I was like, okay, cool. So this happened in February... Of last year? Of last year. Year before? 2018. 2018. Okay. So February, and then we go to October, and like their end of the deal wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, hey, can you do my Tia's hair? Can you do my, you know, so and so's hair? So, like, I was like, dude, like, I have to, like, you know, I'm trying to open this business up with you and nothing's happening. Yep. And I'm working Monday through Saturday going to school and it was just becoming too much. And one Sunday I had, like, 13 people, like, scheduled for that one day. Wow. I mean, when's your day starting at, like, 6 in the morning? Yeah, I had to get up and then, like, telling the kitties, like, hey, kitties, like, (laughs) y'all need to behave. Yeah, right. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yeah, because they were bad, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, one time, somebody brought, like, a frap. And then, like, I was doing their hair, and we heard, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so we turn around, and one of my cats is, like, just drinking their frap from the straw mm-hmm. at that. And I was like, no, 
she learned how to do that like <laughs> now right <laughs> now uh-huh. that makes me so happy <laughs> so yeah um so, and I t- even told my husband, I'm like, dude, people are going to think we're like drug dealers or something because there's people like in and, in and out, out in and time. out all day. Yeah. I didn't even consider that. But yeah, <laughs> although they're coming out looking real fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's when I decided I was like, you know what? Like, I cannot wait for this project to happen. Like, I need to do this like now. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever I went in, um, toward the spot that I'm at right now and yeah like it just from there it just grew and now i'm here <laughs> I, know, I know so how the name high voltage i love it okay so um he's my manager mm-hmm. so uh we're just there like sitting like you know with the cats <laughs> <laughs> it was a family meeting absolutely <laughs> my cats are definitely part of my family as well and uh, we're like, okay, so what do we name this place? Like, we need something catchy or something that's going to catch your attention. So, like, we we're just looking up random stuff. And then we're like, okay, like, what about traffic signs? Like, you know, there's one that says, like, danger, like, high voltage, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like, that'd be pretty cool. It's like, a great name. So it's like we wanted something, like, yeah, like, electric, like, in your face. Yeah. So, yeah, so we are like, okay, high voltage. High voltage what? And I was all hair. Yeah, yeah. Here, like you know, <laughs> yeah. hello. So yeah, it just came about, and a no, lot of people it, like it. It's the perfect name, yeah. Because I'm like, ooh, this does sound fun because it does m- make you instantly think of like electric and sh- and shocking, but like in a good way, you know. So where are you guys located exactly? Um, I am located inside Salons by JC. Okay. Um, it's like suites, and I'm in suite number eight. And where, like, what part of town? Um, it's right next to TJ Maxx and DSW in that really? little shopping center. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I've, man, do you have a sign out there? Uh, well, it's like a, the Salons by JC is like, a, it, they're sweets. Okay. So you walk in. So it's literally just a, like, what do you call it? Like an area full of different ones? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's it's all little sweets. It's like, it's almost like a harem mall is yeah. what I tell people. Actually, that's the perfect way to describe <laughs> it. That's what I was trying to say. Because there's a bunch of other hairstylists and barbers and nail techs. Uh, people do facials, permanent makeup, Botox. So yeah, like you want something done, you're going to walk in there and just, you know, no pick shit. a salon. Okay, so it's like a one-stop shop kind of thing for mm-hmm. like any uh, like service that you want to get done kind of thing when it comes to cost- cosmetics so do you guys only do hair do y'all have other things going on in your salon so currently yes i only do hair um i started off with like a little the smallest suite and then once i decided to quit tt electronics i was still kind of doing it both both at the same time Mm -hmm. and he was just like do it like just just quit like you know what are you waiting for like why are you scared yeah and so that's always the hardest decision tell me more about that like what made you finally decide to be like you know what okay i'm going all in because that's not a decision you made lightly i'm sure especially being a virgo especially (laughs) yes because i want to be so responsible and like Mm -hmm. you know make sure everything's like a certain way and he was like no dude like just do it like go for it and so i was like all right like you know and i was so scared because i only had I only had like 35 clients that were like consistent. Okay. Is that not a lot? Cause that seems like a lot. Is that not a lot? Um, no, not really. Really? Yeah. 35 consistent clients. Yeah. Wow. And that's because I was only doing hair, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Only three days a week. But that's still, I mean, to me that says a lot about you. If you have 35 people that come to you pretty regularly, that's a mm-hmm. lot of people. 
Yeah. I mean, to someone like me, I think that's freaking <laughs> awesome. So then when you told them, okay, now I'm going to have like my own space. You won't have to like come through to the house anymore. Were they just freaking thrilled? Yes. They were like, oh, wow, you have a shampoo. Cause look legit. Like I had like a little hose. <laughs> I had a little hose like connected to my bathroom sink. And then I had like this chair and I would like put them over the sink and then like try to wash them out and everything. Hey, whatever. I got the job done. While, while my cats are like going <laughs> flying all over my room. Jumping. I love so much that your cats are like hanging out. Yeah. That, that makes me so happy. <laughs> they were like the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, mine occasionally will come around whenever you guys are on the podcast and uh, occasionally will be really rude to the guests sometimes. But because you have cats, I think that's why everything uh -huh. is OK. They're like, oh, she, she a cat lady. Like, she, yeah, she right. no, you, you know how to handle them. <laughs> so did you always envision yourself working for yourself? Because I feel like that's the dream. And I've never worked for myself. I don't know if I'll ever work for myself. So I have tremendous respect and admiration for people who do it. So did you know that you were going to be an entrepreneur? No, I wasn't. I, I legit thought I was going to finish school and become this history teacher. And, you know, but then it's like hair called me back. And um, I didn't realize how much of a big impact I made to my clients that you know that come in every single week every three weeks you know and so forth and I was just like wow like it it humbles you so much mm -hmm. and it's like all the psychology like you know because it's college like some you have to take psychology classes and this and that and oh and the stuff you're hearing from your clients I know for a fact you're playing counselor slash therapist oh, yeah. for your clients definitely yeah so that there i mean i know not only are they enjoying that you're giving them badass hair but also you're listening to them talk about whatever it may be for an hour or longer every time they see you yeah yeah that relationship is so important so as there it the people that you worked on from the very beginning do you have any of those that are still like with you and it's been like your entire hair career yes like Man. they're still with me and um and they're like please don't stop doing hair. Like it sucked when you weren't doing hair for like a couple months. Like, you know, was it only months? <laughs> yeah, it was only months. <laughs> it wasn't even long. a year. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, please like, don't do that again. I'm like, okay, okay. Now I learned my lesson. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, like you said, apparently, I mean, it's your calling obviously. Cause I mean, now you have a business and you're operating it and you're doing the thing. So what are your hours? Like, so are you still taking on 13 clients a day? Um, now it's down to like 10 because the more color clients you have, it's like they have to do so much. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like an hour or two appointments, it's like three, four yeah. hour, yeah. four hour process. And so I'm open Monday through Saturday, uh, to, no, Tuesday through Saturday. So Tuesday through, Tuesday through Friday, I'm open from 10 to 8. And then on Saturdays, I am open from 9 to 1. Wow. Okay, good. So you're giving yourself a little mm -hmm. bit of a break just on a Saturday. Bit, yeah. So is it just you or do you have any people working with you? Um, it was me for the first couple months. Um, when I went full time, I grew out of my room like in a month mm -hmm. because like I was like, oh, well, you have 35 clients. Like, you know, that is so weird to me. That's, that's a lot of people. So like in a month and a half, I went from 35 to 175. And so then I was like, oh, crap. All like, through word of mouth or what? Yeah. Yeah. And Wow. And there was actually a lot of people waiting because like, you know, I had a, a limited schedule. I didn't mm -hmm. work all the time. Mm -hmm. And so once I went full time, like everybody who was wanting to go to me, like just booked. 
and then like you know their friends like their hair so then they would come and so slowly like you know i was like man and so then like yeah so i upgraded to a bigger room mm-hmm. and like three months that ago. must be a cool feeling right yeah it like, is yo i'm gonna need that one over there i'm gonna need the corner office okay uh-huh. and so yeah i've only been in my new room for three months and i'm already ha- i already have to get a bigger one now so i'm gonna go like think like double the size of it i now. mean is there anything bigger after that you know what i'm saying i'm like you might max that space out yeah <laughs> well i i hope so and i hope that you know once i get that bigger room then uh, obviously i'm gonna be like all right now we gotta go look for like an actual like mm-hmm. place yeah like brick and mortar yeah that is so exciting because how long has high voltage been in existence uh a year and three months man and and so has it just surpassed like all your wildest expectations Cause i'm sure you were like yes. terrified to open up a business i'm terrified to open up a business i'm an earth sign i'm a capricorn <laughs> so we're related you're uh, yeah <laughs> no i know so i'm like is, did this turn out at all how you thought it would and you're no. just barely getting started yes i'm barely getting started and um we actually were looking at the bigger room the other day and i was just like dude like i think this isn't going to be big enough but you know now we know to start saving like again yeah you know just to find another place but yeah um i've been getting so busy that i actually had to bring on on an assistant mm-hmm. and so um and that's probably to help you with like prep stuff right or like mm-hmm. hey can you like wash your hair real quick or something yeah you know just, just those those tasks that'll help like eat, uh, free up your time a little yeah and it makes a huge difference like i think i've had her for maybe a couple weekends and man she makes like i tell her i'm like i am so grateful for you like you are the best you're awesome and she's like i didn't even do nothing all i did was like do your foil and you know do this and that i'm like you don't even know Mm -hmm. so yeah so i've been it's cool like teaching her to like i'm like okay like i'm teaching you because you're gonna you're gonna be the next badass in here too like you know see that's cool because you're also giving her an opportunity to grow you know um which i really like and something that i saw that you posted is that it's a goal of yours to potentially provide a scholarship for somebody who wants to go to cosmetology school, which I think is so awesome and like a way of paying it forward. And so what inspired that idea? Um, So like I said before, um, education to me is very important. Um, I also know like how expensive it is. Yeah. Someone told me, gave me like the dollar amount. I was like, wow, you have to be serious if you want to do it. And then uh, because cosmetology is considered more of a trade rather than you know true like a regular degree um you don't get so much help like there's not a lot of grants for it uh some cosmetology schools barely even offer financial aid for it so um yeah i was like you know what like i'm gonna i'm i didn't get to make a difference as a teacher in a classroom but you know what? I'm going to make a difference in my community by mm-hmm. helping somebody out, you know, to have the career that they want. And for so sure, I'm excited for that. Yes. No, when I saw that, I was like, that is so awesome. And that's such a characteristic of the ladies that I bring on. I call you all my leading ladies is that y'all are always thinking of ways to give back in some way or help perpetuate someone, you know, in, in that field. And so I appreciate that, that you even considered it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. whenever people get into business for themselves oftentimes it's just kind of like and understandably but very focused on themselves and their family and like getting themselves right but you're already thinking outside and that's so awesome so something else that you did that for the community that i thought was cool is you went and cut hair for the good samaritan rescue tell me about that yeah and how did you get involved and i just think that's so neat 
Um, so my very good friend, uh, Luis, uh, we used to work together at, uh, at Great Clips. And he was like, hey, um, do you think you would want to go with me to go cut some people's hair? I'm like, heck yeah, dude. Like, you know, let's do it. And so um, we thought it was only going to be like a little bit of people, like, you know, like 10. Because usually like when, because I've done volunteered work before where I go cut people, like I went to Estoso and did like the haircuts on the special needs wow. a couple years ago. Okay. And yeah. So, um, so I get to, I do little things here and there, but it's not so like, it's not a big crowd. Mm-hmm. So then we go to, we go to the Good Samaritan and there is like. And are these are people who are like down on their luck? Yeah. Okay. Um, down on their luck. And I think it's some people actually have barely been released from like prison. And mm-hmm. that's like a place where they could kind of like get back on their feet and, you know, they yeah. give them a second chance. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, it's. It's so fun. Um, you never, you never know how good a person feels just by having a simple haircut. I know like, how I feel when I get my hair done. Like it's so crazy, and there is a lot of uh, older people too who hadn't cut their hair. Like one lady told me she hadn't cut her hair like in a year, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dog girl, like let's do it. Like you know, you're gonna <laughs> look bomb. Like you know, even though it was just like a, a quick little like." like watch the water bottle and snap like no like she was like oh my god oh my god and i was like like oh my god i'm gonna cry like, yes <laughs> that's huge because uh, you know like you said you didn't realize how much of a difference you would make in a client's experience by giving them nice hair but i mean that's why we come to y'all all the time because mm-hmm. i mean y'all make us feel so good y'all make us look good i, I can't style my own hair. look at it look at my hair right now okay it's, it's cute i mean <laughs> well thank you but it's not anything like what you guys can create so trust me like you are making a difference in those individuals lives not to mention you know volunteering and helping out these other people who don't get that kind of attention for whatever yeah. reason so i think it's awesome was that in, uh some people can't afford it either uh, like that's it's a big thing it's crazy like you know and so yeah, um, it was such an honor just you know being able to do that for them, and I think they were they were getting ready for um, an event because I believe that it's just them in individual rooms, so some of them don't even see their families, mm-hmm. and so they were gonna have like a Christmas Eve dinner and oh, uh, so right before the holidays, yeah, too. it was right before the holidays and. Um, the Good Samaritan was uh, inviting their families to come, so they're like, they know there's older. This older gentleman was like, "Oh, my daughter's gonna love my hair. Like, you know, she's gonna think I'm, I'm gonna look all clean." I'm like, Heck "Yeah, like you know." Yes. So it's it's so cool. Yeah. No, it's really really neat. What you you know do every single day that's like second nature to you just makes such an impact so i mean i want you to remember that because because it's incredible so what does your family think about your totally doing like completely different trajectory and are now a business owner so at first like my parents were so excited like you know my daughter's in college and you know she's in she's gonna be a teacher and my dad would always talk about it and he told everybody and then he was like you're gonna be doing hair like why mm-hmm. like you know you're not gonna make money with hair i'm like dad like come on like, my parents were, were similar if, if i considered a certain route they'd be like there's no money in that you yeah. know and it's because they care yeah because they care and they want the best for you you know whatever but then like whenever i went into business by myself and i'd show them the stuff that i do 
and make and they're like you did that like this person looks so different i'm like i know right like it's it's crazy and so then like whenever we go we go to dinner often you know with them and so like my phone like it has like an online booking and so like i'll have my phone somewhere and it's it's like troop, troop, troop. like it keeps going off like every 30 minutes and they're like why is your phone going off? I go, <laughs> I go, you hear that sound? I go, that's people booking online. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making appointments. Oh, wow. Yeah. He just showed me there are nine notifications right now yeah. for people booking. So, yeah. So that's, and they were like, oh, okay. Like, you know, so then. Yeah. It's pretty lucrative. Yeah. And, you know, I think now they're just like, I proved them wrong mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'm not in your face. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, no, enjoy it a little bit. I and mean, so now, yeah. And, and so now they're like, Hey, can you cut me here? I'm like, sorry, you have to make an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the app. Here's the website. Speaking of how do people make an appointment with you? Because, okay. So your Instagram handle is at high voltage hair. Mm-hmm. And from there, is there a link that they can book? Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a link there that they could book or they could call me or text me. You're okay with that? Uh-huh. Okay. And my phone number is 361-510-3430. T-Mobile number. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people with the You're 510. T-Mobile t- yes, Tuesdays. I, yeah. Oh, yes, I have actually. Uh, apparently there's good gas deals sometimes. Yeah. yeah I, I just learned about that. But um, okay, cool that you don't mind people hitting up your, your phone because some people I know are like exclusively online only because I'm sure it can get a little bit overwhelming girl for valentine's day there's people like texting me at three o'clock in the morning like hey do you have openings for tomorrow i'm like why are you awake yeah <laughs> jeez yeah you're, you're lucky this is like my pp time at three o'clock so no <laughs> man and so are you a walk-ins welcome kind of thing or because of where you're located is it like appointments are definitely preferred um i always say walk-ins welcome mm-hmm. but uh, usually I'm booked like about two weeks to two months in advance. So sometimes it's like, no, I don't have, to, I can't take walk-ins because I already have like, I'm already booked. For sure. Well, I mean, if you have a hundred and how many? Uh, well now I'm up to like 325. Cut clients? Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way somebody can do a walk-in. No. Jesus. So that's, that's where, uh, Miss Bree is going to come along. <laughs> so i'm like okay. did you know you're up brie you're uh-huh. up and so yeah so she she'll be kind of taking like the newer clients that haven't been there before mm-hmm. so we're gonna be tag teaming tag teaming everybody no that's gonna be uh, that, that that's good because you with that many people coming through you're gonna need help mm-hmm. i mean wow not that you're not capable but i mean come on don't do that to yourself so something else I wanted to touch on, because you were saying initially that, I mean, you were booking th- 13 clients a day and you were saying yes a lot of the time and not giving yourself any time off. When did you learn like, OK, I'm going to need to start prioritizing myself and like maybe telling people, you know, they're going to have to wait a, a few days. Like when when did that sink in? Like, OK, something needs to change. So it sinked in whenever. I was just like, you kind of feel lost. Like, you want to do so much things, but, like, your head's just, like, here, there, there, there. And then I didn't really even get to see my husband or my friends or anybody at that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, when did you even have time to sleep? Yeah, like. Hang out with the cats. Exactly. And so that, like, well, one time I was, I think, I think I had gotten off of work early. And I got home and my cats were like, 
your home. Like, <laughs> you know, mama's home, guys. Like, and so they were, like, all on me. And then, like, he was so happy, too, to see me. And I'm just like, dude, like, I can't do that to them. Like, you know, I have to remember that I have to take care of myself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided, like, okay, like, I need to... I need to put my foot down. Yeah. And like, you know, I can't wait no more. And which I'm glad I did because if I wouldn't have, I'd probably be all crazy and divorced. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, okay. So I appreciate people that hustle, of course, but this mindset that you have to be hustling all the time, 24 seven, I just can't get on board with. No. Yeah. Because like you said, I mean, where would I be now if I was like, no, 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 I got to hustle all the time, regardless of what falls by the the wayside. You know what I mean? And, And I think it's cool that you were able to, to make a decision. Like I can have both. It just needs to be balanced. Yeah. And you know, he even told me too, he's like, dude, money's always going to be there, but you know, your family, your friends, like, you know, they're not. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know what? That's well, that's yeah, because you don't need to pay attention to money. No, but, you know, you have to feed attention into yeah. relationships. And if I wanted to, I don't even have to work. Like I always tell him, like, dude, why can't I just be like an at home, stay home cat mom? You would never. <laughs> You're a Virgo. There's exactly. no freaking way. Maybe temporarily. Maybe like, no, I gotta go. Uh-huh. You couldn't stay away from hair that long. No. So that's why I always that's why I always say hair called me back. It called me back. Yeah, because so. it's your calling. So what's been the most challenging part of becoming a business owner? Because, uh, you know, a lot of people I know want to start businesses, don't even know where to begin and don't want to get all involved in like the technical part of it. But you have to be able well versed in that in order to be successful. So what's been the most challenging part? So the most challenging part in the beginning was um, actually knowing how to trust who to go into business with mm-hmm. because you know it, it wasn't it wasn't all like fun and games like I got screwed over five thousand dollars like you know and till this day like they haven't even paid me back yeah I hate that yeah it sucks uh but you know what I think that was just like a blessing in disguise is what I say because if I probably wouldn't be where I am now if I would have waited. Oh, definitely. You know, um, so definitely you have to really research on like how to go into partners, mm-hmm. who to invest your money with. Mm-hmm. Um, also looking at your numbers, like you have to set goals to yourself. And sometimes people forget like, oh, wait, there's like, I know I forgot. like you know there's certain like i'm i've always wanted to jump into things and he's always like my one that pulls me back he's like because he's a virgo i was about to ask what is his sign okay very his birthday is actually a day before mine we're just two years apart wow when are y'all's birthdays uh september 17th and 18th okay that's hilarious Uh what are the odds i know yeah clearly match made in heaven so we're i mean we're the same as far as like you know making sure everything goes as planned, but we're different because I'm always like, whoa. And he's like, no, like calm down, (laughs) turn it down a little bit. Like, you know, um, but yeah, um, just some people don't like doing research. That's it. Like Mm -hmm. they don't like doing that's, that's how I was. I didn't want to, I just, I just knew I wanted to open it. I wanted to do this and that. And it's like, Oh wait, I forgot about how am I going to budget my wallet? Yep. Like how much is going to go to product? How much is going to go into pay my rent? Mm-hmm. And what am I going to take home? Yep. 
uh, another thing is um, the whole like taxes thing. Yeah. You know, I think there's not. See, a, these are things that people don't want to talk about when it comes to opening a business. But you have to. I mean, you have to become like intimately familiar with how this goes. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm just very fortunate that I have friends who have businesses. Mm -hmm. And so um, my one of my good friends, uh, her name is Jessica Darling. Um, That's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she used to have like a little um, like a fabric quilt store oh, wow. right there off of Glazer Book. And then her husband, Austin, he owns High Tide Tattoo. Yeah. OK. Yeah. They're in the same little shop. That's center. so neat. Uh huh. So she was just like, no, girl, you got to do it. And so, like, she took me to City Hall and, like, she paid for my little business as, like, you know. Your DBA? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. She was so. I love people like that in your life because, you, you know, they're, they're guiding you and, like, helping yeah. you get to the next step kind of thing. That was so awesome. Especially when it's another woman mm -hmm. because, you know. Oh, absolutely. Good point. Because sometimes, like, you know, us, like, you know, we always tend to think ab about other things first before ourselves for sure and so she was just like no so yeah um i'm very grateful that you know that she kind of kicked me in the butt a little bit and mm -hmm. was like no do it like you got to do it and yeah like she did that for me and i was like well no turning back like, yeah you know? exactly i mean and it must be a really great feeling when close friends have so much faith in you and what you do that they're mm -hmm. like hey whatever it takes like let's get you there you need to do this Mm -hmm. I that's so powerful. So what's been the most rewarding thing about being a business owner? The most rewarding so far is I know because you're just getting started. Yes. It's so cool. Uh, that's what I was. That's what I was like on the way over here. I was like, man, because like, I know a lot of the people who have been on this podcast have had their businesses already for a couple of years. Yes. And um, and he was like. Okay, yeah, that's cool, but you're up and coming. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes. No, and I like talking to people in all stages of their career because it's important for people to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's really awesome for people who have been established for a few decades. Fucking cool. You know the secret. But, like, wh what are you doing currently? You know what I mean? Because you're up and coming and doing really fucking well, I might say. So, yeah, since you've been in the game, what has been something that you're like, man, this is so awesome. Like, there's no way I could do anything else. Um having your own schedule yeah oh god i believe that <laughs> yeah he's like i can second that that's actually that's like the best thing out of everything because sometimes like i won't have a client to like 11 and open at 10 i'm like yes i get to sleep in for like 30 minutes yeah like, you know? that's huge absolutely yeah. uh i mean that i know that most people who want to go into business for themselves that's a big thing but also you have to be what's the word disciplined enough mm -hmm. to keep yourself in check yeah. And I can tell that you are. Have you struggled with that at all? At the beginning, yes. At the beginning, I was just like, oh, it's okay. And he's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then and then I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I want my cats to have a better life. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, my God. So then I have to, I have to work hard. <laughs> yeah. But no, I feel like that would be my biggest thing is like, okay, are you going to be disciplined enough to do this kind of thing on your own because nobody's going to do it for you because it's no. and you can't some one of my guests said previously like if you if something falls through the cracks you can't be like oh it was my boss's fault or oh my coworker forgot to do whatever like it's 100 percent on you yeah you have to have so much accountability for everything that you do daily yeah and um but yeah it's it's been so it's been so great like so far and um right now what i'm really looking forward to is uh starting that scholarship 
program that I want to start. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, because uh, I use Paul Mitchell mm-hmm. uh, Color, and I use her products. You use other products too, mm-hmm. right? Amika? Amika. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I've never heard of anybody using the Amika products. That's why like, I like to be different. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. Because I've seen the products out like in stores, but mm-hmm. I've never seen a salon that utilizes them. And I think yeah, that's neat. They're from, um, they're like an indie company from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, all of their stuff is vegan and natural, but it smells oh, wow. so good. Yeah. I, I think I've it. used a like a foam dry shampoo from them one time and I liked it. Yeah. It yeah. works so good. I actually had a, because sometimes when I can't sleep, like I just make like hair memes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How did we ever communicate before yeah. memes? That's <laughs> so funny. I know, right? Like yeah. it makes you think like, what are people going to do 10 years from now? Like what's going to like... Who knows? Uh, but no, I'm like, memes, of course. Like, I don't know how I'm feeling, but this meme sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so like, funny. So, like, Baby Yoda was, like, uh, like the thing, you know? Like, Baby Yoda holding, like, the soup cup or whatever. Yeah. So I put, like, a hair mask. Like, I photo edited it. I think I saw this. Yeah. And so they reposted it, like, not even an hour after I, you know. Amika the, did? Yeah, Amika did. <laughs> like, they messaged me. Like, they, they, they DM'd me, and they're like, oh, my God, like, can we post this? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. So, like, it got, like, it was, like, a hit. Like, and then other hairdressers were reposting it. And then, like, a week later, the Amika page from from Japan posted it, too. And so it, it was just like my phone was just like going off and off and off and off because everybody was like tagging me like ha 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 like yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool yeah and so they actually uh in january like i think it was like the second week of january i got a call and they were like hey uh we're gonna have this class in um in philadelphia you want to go and i'm like uh yeah like i've never been over there so it's so cool like they're like, good job, good job for making this meme. Yeah, you know, let's we're gonna we're gonna send you tickets for this hair class over there in Philadelphia. When's the class? In May, dude. But mm-hmm. that's so cool because you're literally just having fun, you know, putting it towards something you're passionate about, and then sharing it, and then it's amazing what you get in return. Yeah, that's huge. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. What's the class? Um, so they're gonna be showcasing like new Amika products that are coming out. And then, um, so the main product ambassador is going to be giving the class. So it's like in the hair world, it's like, like like a celebrity. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, if you're going to take a class from anybody from that brand, it's going to be this person. Mm -hmm. Like this is the person you want to see. Man. So I'm so excited. Yeah. Congratulations. That is so cool. So I like your story a lot because you started off thinking you were going to be a history teacher and then totally changed paths. And I mean, it worked out amazingly. So what advice would you give to somebody who's been on the same road for a while thinking that they're going to be A, but feeling the call for B? Um, I would say just follow your gut, you know, um, Sometimes I feel like I had a lot of signs around me, like, you know, hey, hair, hair, hair. And I never followed them. You what, know? you just think, like, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> and so, but, like, you know, I always had the gut feeling, like, hey, maybe I should do this. But I just never followed it because, you know, you're always stuck on, you You want to do the right thing. Yes. You want to make your dad, your mom and dad proud. You want to, yes, you know. Yes, for sure. But if you're not taking the risk... How are you ever going to know? Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to take the risk. Were you ever afraid? You don't seem like you were afraid. Um, 
it's like low key I was, but I wasn't gonna show it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. Like, you have to fake it till you make it. Yeah. No, I believe that when it comes to like suppressing fear, because I think most people I talk to, that's that was the thing that held them off for so long, and then they would start feeling really down and like they didn't have a purpose, and like you said, you were feeling kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you face it then you realize like what was i even scared of to begin with yeah and i was like why didn't you do this a long time ago why didn't you tell me to do this <laughs> like you know <laughs> so yeah but no like it's, yeah you have to take risks don't yeah. be afraid no and i feel like uh, timing is important too i feel like it was just time and you know like you had tried to dabble in it with you know your potential business partners that didn't work out and yet it's almost like you, you you called it a blessing in disguise because it's almost like it lit that fire. Like, you know what? I'm going to do this anyway. And I think it's cool that you stuck with it because some people would have been like, I'm not touching that after mm-hmm. what happened, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people that happened to where like a certain business partner, blah, 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 doesn't happen. And then they get scared mm-hmm. and then they don't even ever touch that again. Yeah. And they're not happy with what they're doing. It's exactly. Like, no. like no, I mean, I admire you so much for, for sticking it out. I mean, you're like, no, this is what it needs to be. And you saw everything that happened as a, a learning opportunity and as a means to get you where you are now, which I think is the best outlook to have, especially if you're going to be taking on owning a business. So, Janet, I want to thank you so much for being here on a Sunday afternoon. What, your only day off? <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for being here and for being you and for you know creating hair magic and for i can't wait to see what happens with this scholarship idea that you have and i just appreciate you so much thank you so much for having me